What is up, everybody? I am Cortland. And I'm Justin. Welcome to the third episode of Better Off Reds, your weekly red talk show. Uh, be sure to check us out on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and your favorite podcasting apps. We do live shows every Thursday at 8.30 on Facebook Live and YouTube. The recordings are made available shortly after that, and audio versions will go up on podcasting apps later the same night. Justin, how has your week been? Uh, my week's been pretty great because uh, the Reds are playing some terrific baseball, which we're going to get into here in a few moments. And I actually was at the game on Saturday. Um, I don't know if I, I did post a I posted a bonus episode um, over the weekend where I kind of went over the ballpark experience in, in the times of COVID. And um, it was a great time uh, being there. I, I missed it. I missed it a lot because I'm someone that goes to uh, I go to several games a year, uh, you know, yeah. where we live about two, two and a half hours away. It's not easy to go every day, uh, especially those lunch specials, which would be nice. But um, yeah, I got to go up there for the first time since 2019. And it was it was uh, so good to be back. Yeah. I can't I can't explain it. Like all I've done is like look for more tickets and more games <laughs> I can go to. I've been begging you to go to a game and, and, and your wife said no, Cortland. What's up with that? Well, I feel bad because she gets left all the time with the baby. Bring her. So, Bring so I, I know she would love to go. She uh, has we'll been day. looking. So, yeah, we will. And right. uh, we can take the kids and everything. It'll That's be right. Just they would love that. Yeah. I know she's listening right now. So hopefully we're nice. going to her. Hey, please. Can Cortland go to the game? <laughs> I would love to have you go too. And yeah, it'll be a fun time. <laughs> all right. So uh, what's, up, what's up with you? Um, same. It's been awesome to watch uh, the Reds this last week and what we thought was going to be uh, a bit of a scary first week of baseball turned out to be absolutely amazing. Um, you went to the game, like we said, we'll get into it later, where everything kind of just took off and we have tons, tons to cover. Um, I like that you were able to update everybody. And I've seen a lot of people saying I've, I've talked with people at work that actually went to uh, one of my coworkers went to the 37 degree game. Oh. Um, and he also agreed that it was awesome. Like the amount of people, like the way they had everything doing uh, with COVID and all that stuff, like the grouping. So it was just a really nice experience to go and it not be so crazy. I know we all, with how well they've been playing, we want to go and have a full 40,000 there cheering them on. Um, but yeah, you would think being weird uh, with 30% capacity, but everybody seems to have loved it. So I, I'm excited to eventually go to one. Um, but we've also been very thankful for everybody that has been sharing and uh, following along on Facebook and Twitter. We've kind of grown a little bit over this last week, pretty substantially. Yeah. Yeah, and, I mean the love and support from everybody has been so great. I mean, we can we can see the numbers, and we know that you are consuming our content and apparently sticking with it, and we're very grateful for that. And on that note, uh, Justin's going to introduce a new segment based off some stuff that we have got some feedback on. So, Justin, get right ahead. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, hopefully, this will be a one-time only thing. Hopefully, we won't be this <laughs> right. uh, harsh <laughs> we'll again. But uh, we're going to do something new tonight. It's going to be an apology segment. And like I said, I hope this is the only time we have to do it. Uh, but maybe we were a little too hard on some of these Reds players over spring training and right. opening day. Um, so, Courtland, I'm going to let you. I'm going to let you take. It. I'm going to step away for a second. I'm going to let you. Uh, I'm going to let you do your apology. Okay. Okay. So. Stats get in the way of my optimism when it comes to players on my favorite baseball team. But in the first episode, I did just that. I accused a dedicated, hardworking player of not being able to hit the ball. I even gave him a nickname that had negative connotations to his ability to hit the ball. <sighs> I, I wanted him to fail almost in the way that I went about it. But now I know I was wrong. To the man with the golden glove and a batting average of 385 and a sweet pickoff throw as well, Tucker Barnhart, I am sorry. And that was Tucker Barnhart, by the way. And he looked very uh, sincere. So I hope he accepts my apology if he ever sees this. I, I think he, I think he, because he's a big fan of the show, I think he, uh, I think he knows that you're sorry. I think he knows that you're not going to make that mistake again. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, Justin, but yeah, he's been doing really great. Uh, he has been doing really great. Yeah. So thank you, Tucker Barnhart for playing so well. Um, but Cortland, I'm going to, if you want to step out for a second, I'm going to yeah, say sorry yeah. to my, yeah, go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, so Aristides Aquino, 
I may or may not have said that you sucked the life out of the offense on opening day. Uh, you you came in uh, when Senzel got hurt and you left six people on base. But then you followed up with multiple home runs in the following games. And while you may not be perfect, you're still great. And I'm sorry. And I will not doubt your abilities again. And I think that you have room to grow. Thank you. And that is all for me. Let me bring Cortland back in here. <laughs> I, 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 was, like uh, I like that. I mean, I, I love the music. Right. I hope we don't have to do that anymore because we were being naive, especially yep. with those two. Uh, yep. They really kind of punched us in the face uh, with what we said about them. Yep. Um, but yeah, I think we've made amends now. So yeah, I think so. Um, so I'm going to talk about the team and how it's working and my experience on Saturday a little bit more, uh, specifically the in- incident with um, Nicholas Castellanos. Uh, but before I jump into that, um, like I said, everything's working. Offense, defense, uh, pitching. Um, it's just been amazing. But the story from the Reds Cardinals series wasn't necessarily, it was how things were going well, but it was also the drama with, uh, I, forget, I think his name is Jake Woodford, who will be known from here on out as the child, <laughs> and and Nick Castellanos, who will forever be known as the daddy. Um, <laughs> so it all started on opening day when Castellanos hit this absolute bomb. You've seen it. You know all the details. Yeah. Hits the bomb, struts, does the bat flip, gets pumped up. Nothing wrong with that, right? Nothing wrong with that. Let's take a look at this this strut here. He skips, skipped to my Lou. And that was our highlight, too. We had a highlight of that in the first episode. Yeah. We were pumped about that. Oh, yeah. Well, then uh, at the Cardinals game, the second game, I, I was there, and it was incredible. Don't get me wrong. The stadium was electric when this happened. Uh, this little – I got rid of the video. Hang on. Um, this little doofus, Jake Woodford, decides to hit our boy uh, with a pitch. And it backfires horribly because he, he goes to first. Uh, then let's see. Vado singles, which moves Castellanos over to third. Suarez walks. And then our boy Moose, who I don't think we were actually that nice to. Um, check out that flex right there. I'm going to show it again. <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah. So then the scuffle breaks out. Yachty grabs Castellanos by the neck. Castellanos flex. Yeah, it was a bit aggressive. Who cares? It's baseball. Get pumped up. Um, but he scores on the play, and it's even better because he scores on the pitcher who was covering home plate. Yeah. So, like, not only does he get to score that run, he gets to do it. He basically it's the equivalent of dunking on somebody, I right. think, in the in the NBA or in, in college basketball. He basically dunked on that guy after he hit him with two outs, which is the best time to hit somebody if you're going to. So you know, he dunks on him, and the baby, the child, gets upset. Yadi, the other big baby, gets upset. And it's a big scuffle. It's not even a fight. It's just a scuffle. They're they're jawing at each other. It's not a fight. But Castellanos stands off to the side. You know, probably takes a verbal lashing from the big baby, Yadier Molina. (laughs) And then, I'm not going to be nice to Yadier Molina, by the way. I hate him. (laughs) Anyway, uh, he's then ejected from the game, which to me makes no sense whatsoever um and to most of red's country i think it doesn't make any sense that most of, from the game most of mlb even after the game i saw cardinals fans tweeting that they were kind of upset with the ejection i mean they just thought like what's the point like he didn't do anything other than flex on them and he didn't participate in the fight and we got a we got a yeah. comment here we did get a comment we all hate molina we do he's awful <laughs> Um, but we also got another comment from the apology section uh, that Amir Carrot should apologize to all of us. Amir, I want to believe in Amir, and we'll talk about Amir here in a little bit. But, uh, I don't want to trash Amir Garrett because I know what Amir can do, and we'll be doing an apology segment next week maybe if we do. Right. Um, but Castellanos, he got hit, got ejected, uh, and he had this to say. I wore 93 in the ribs. That don't exactly feel good. You know, I asked Yachty if it was an accident. He said, of course it's an accident. All right, Yachty's, dude, Yachty's a boss, you know, like, all right, I give him the benefit of the doubt, you know, all right, it's an accident. I'm not out here to disrespect nobody or whatever, but I want to win, you know. I've lost my whole career, and I ain't trying to start this season 0-2. Yeah, so, I mean, I can't argue with that. Uh, He has played for 
bad teams for the most part. I think he was with the Cubs for a while. I can't remember how well they did when he was with them. But, well, he, uh, you know, he's pumped up. He's definitely someone you can tell that's come out here with an edge. He um, was uh, rode off, kind of. Like, when they brought him in, they're like, Castellanos can't field. Like, why would you bring a guy in that can't play defense? And, I mean, he plays outfield. So, the what he's done since he's been here, he's he's for sure sufficed in the outfield. And on top of that, he's Blastianos. Like, he's going off at bat. So, he is kind of having that career resurgence, like he said, like, he wants to win. Like he's showing everybody what he can actually do. He's tired of people giving him crap. And also I don't condone like foul language, but like in the heat of the moment, like you said, he took 93 to the ribs and he stole home for yeah. a run and got kneed in the back in the process of that. And just said, let's freaking go. He didn't say freaking, but that's the family like, show. Right. So he just, <laughs> you know, he just, was pumped up and yeah. it happens in sports. I mean, everybody that's ever played a sport, like you, you just, the adrenaline gets going and you're ready to go. And he walked away, put his hands behind his back after the fact and didn't touch nobody. So, I mean, yeah, he literally scored. He played the game that he's paid to do and then yeah. got excited when he scored a run yeah. and then he got suspended or ejected. ejected. And that leads me to my next point. So baseball is a game of strikes, right? So strike one, the umps eject him. That, Never should have happened. He should not have been ejected, especially when Yadier Merlino wasn't ejected and the pitcher that plunked him was not ejected. That is ridiculous. Right. Strike two, they suspended for two games. I mean, he's appealing it, but the suspension never should have happened. I remember when I saw that tweet come through that he had been suspended and I was just in shock. I was like, are you kidding me? Like, yeah. how do you go from already botching it um, during the game by, by ejecting him <laughs> and then you suspend him for two games. Are you kidding me? And then strike three only fines for the Cardinals players. No ejections for, uh, no suspensions for Yadier Merlina or the baby child, Jake Woodford, nothing. So MLB, you have some explaining to do. Hopefully you will do all the explaining when you repeal the suspension. Now I will say this, if they reduce it to one game, I think that's fine because they're going to give him a rest day anyway, coming up. I just right. uh, Whatever you know, I'm, I'm sure he probably takes a financial hit, but two games? No, we need him. No, no, we need his bat no to stay hot. And and like I said, the cards were the card fans were also ticked about the ejection. And then once the suspension came out, like all of MLB fans were not having it. Like yeah. they were ticked about previous things that have happened in the MLB. Like this never happened when like other teams did stuff much more drastic. And let's see what we got here. Bat flipping, showboating, son of a gun. Yeah. See, now that I can get behind Amir Garrett on that. And we'll, talk, we'll talk about that later. But yeah. that's a, the MLB entirely got ticked off about the suspension. So I hope you're right. I mean, one game, yeah. Like you said, it's a rest day and we won't have to worry about it. But two, I think they, I think the heat's on and they know it. So we'll see what happens. I'll, I'll tell you right now, I want to be at that next Cardinal series. I think it's going to be insane. I don't know when they play again. I'll have to look it up. I'm sure tickets are going to be hard to find now. <laughs> um, but they didn't just play the Cardinals over the last week. Who else did they play, Cortland? They played the Pittsburgh Pirates. And not only did they play them, they destroyed them in the last two games. Um, the first game, they won 5-3, to three, and I was kind of a little worried. Like it, what we were talking about with the Cubs, like, they beat the Cubs and we're like, well, maybe there is something there. Then it turned around. The Cubs won the last two of their series. No big deal. Nothing. I thought nothing of it. Now they come in and it's a good first game. We only win five to three and it was tied for the longest time. And I believe Castellanos was the one that hit the homer, to make it three, two. And then they got two more runs, but that was super close. I was kind of worried about it. So. That happened. Game two comes around, and they absolutely go nuts. The offense explodes for 14 runs, and the Reds beat the Pirates 14 to one in game two. And Naquin, my boy Naquin, that came from Cleveland, hits two homers and has seven RBIs, and he absolutely crushes this first home run. Nearly hit it out of the. He did hit it out of the park, but it bounced out of the park. Um, then he hits another get seven RBIs in the game. And I saw everybody was tweeting like other games that were going on. It says, I don't remember what teams were but like, Oh, the Mets have scored 
uh, three runs today, and Tyler Naquin has scored seven. Like they, like everybody was loving it across across everything. Um, so that was fun. He kind of had the coming out party that we thought he may potentially have getting time to play. Um, that was due to Winker being sick. We'll talk about that later. Um, but then game three comes in, and they keep going. The they were up eleven to nothing until the ninth inning. And a Garrett comes in. He didn't do great. He gave up a grand slam, but offense was rolling. They had 11 uh, runs. The home run, another home run from Naquin. Castellanos hit one. Uh, uh, Stephen, uh, Stevenson hit one. And Aquino also hit one. He kind of came back in that game as well. And we get the sweep emojis from Tiffany. I'm loving the comments. Yes. Everybody. Yes. And also, Castellanos did that as well after. Uh, the suspension came out. He hits that bomb and looks at the <laughs> looks at the dugout and does what he did when uh, what he did to Woodford at the home plate. And they actually made that his picture on the jumbotron. Now it's oh, him nice. doing that to the dugout. I saw that the other day. Um, they were just firing on all cylinders, and and I know the Pirates are sitting at the bottom of the division, but to do it to the Cardinals and keep it up and do it as effectively against another team in the division was just amazing to watch. They've had 57 runs in six games. It's best in all of baseball. They're second in hits. They're first in home runs, first in RBIs, first in batting average, and they're second in um, OBP. So they are... Those numbers may be a little off now because that, that right. uh, those were before the conclusion of today's game. So that it may have shifted a little bit, but they're really good this year. Yeah, they're not. it's not much so if they did. They're yeah. still top tier of everything. Um, so, Justin, talk about what the hitters have actually been doing like more on a more technical level. Yeah, so Castellanos, he's 10 for 23 uh, on the year so far with a 435 batting average, four home runs, seven RBIs, one walk, only two strikeouts, which is just insane. <laughs> uh, Jonathan India, the captain, yes. Red Sparrow, Indy 500, whatever you want to call him, he's good. Just call him good. I love it. Rookie of the year. That's what I want to call him. Uh, he's 10 for 21, batting 476, 10 RBI, which I think was a rookie record, right? Yeah. For like the first yeah. few games. The, I think his seven was the record, and he's gotten more. God, I think just, seven was the record. I mean, he's on a hitting streak. Uh, I mean, he's, he's, he's fielding like crazy. He's still playing amazing he's, defense, like we talked about in the first game. Like, so it's natural. Just, I've got a clip oh, of that. We'll talk about defense here in a bit. Yeah. Um, but he's just, he's on fire. He still hasn't hit that first home run yet. Every no. at bat he had on Saturday, I had my phone out. I'm like recording, uh, just, just to get I it. Went, <laughs> I wanted to capture it if he did, and he didn't, but it's fine. He doesn't need to. He doesn't no. need to. I mean, he just needs to keep doing what he's, he's doing. He's playing baseball, dude. Like he's playing what he needs to do to get runs scored. And yeah. it's just so freaking fun to watch. Oh yeah. Um, so let's see. He has five strikeouts, but we won't talk about those because everything else is so good. Uh, Moustakis, I mean, we talked about him last Thursday talking about how he didn't really do much on opening day. And ever since then, he has blown up seven for 17, batting 412, one home run, three RBIs. Tyler Naquin, I mean, we just Tyler talked about him. Naquin. I also saw a tweet, and it was so funny. Uh, somebody <laughs> tweeted and said, Thanks, Cleveland Indians, for the free Tyler Naquin. <laughs> they, <laughs> yeah. they just picked him up for nothing, and he is absolutely going off. Four home runs and 13 RBIs. He yeah. is going crazy. And I don't know, like, it'll be interesting to see, like, how many of them can, can sustain this yeah. level of production. Obviously, they're not going to score 9, 10, 14 runs a game. But the fact that they are hitting, they've overcome whatever it was, the pro- whatever the problem was last year, I feel like. Yeah. So even if you don't hit that many runs, at least you're hitting the ball. So that's great. Uh, Barnhart, we talked about him batting 385, 5 for 13 with one home run and five RBI. Mm-hmm. Senzel, 5 for 14, 357 uh, batting average. I think they said he has scored every time he's been on base, too. Yeah. And he is uh, running bases extremely well. We know he's very yes. fast, and he is making it known. Like he is, he is doing what I think. I mean, or as to give somebody a context, what Billy Hamilton was doing. But on top of that, he can hit. Yeah. Like he's so fast around the bases. Oh yeah. Um, then Aquino, um, he small sample size, three for ten, but that's mm-hmm. batting three hundred, uh, two home runs. So two of those three of his three hits are home runs with three RBI. Um, two of our, our of our most loved players have yet to really show up offensively yes. and maybe even defensively in some cases. But uh, Vado five for twenty five, and that's it. Um, Suarez two for eighteen. Yeah, 
Um, he did have an off day during the series finale against the Pirates. Um, so hopefully tomorrow in Arizona, his battle light up and he'll just be off to a hot start. Uh, we did have a comment here from Adam. Uh, Adam says, great start, but ESPN's power rankings have only moved us up one spot from preseason rankings from 20th to 19th. Yeah. They still have the Cardinals, Cubs, and Brewers all in front of us. Hopefully uh, next week when they update that, hopefully it'll change. Um, the national media always disrespects Cincinnati. I should have worn my re- uh, respect Cincinnati t-shirt today. Maybe yeah. I'll wear it next week. Um, but uh, yeah, that just happens. They they don't get any national media coverage. I do know that MLB Network Radio on Sirius XM, they said that Cincinnati's the real deal today. Yeah, I've had um, a lot of uh, uh, tweets come out saying where the rankings came out and they were 19th, um, that we are fine as, a, as an organization and a fan of the Reds organization. Let's be the underdogs. Let's mm-hmm. come in out of freaking nowhere and destroy all of them. Because yeah. like you said, we'll come back and we'll see I don't know if we can keep the the bats as hot as they've been, but we'll come back and see the cards again and hopefully do it again and get the other teams out of the way in the in the division and if we can keep rolling like we are, I mean then they'll put some respect on the name, but I'm 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 cool with it. I mean, yeah. leave us at the bottom, that's fine. And it's and it's people are they are going to have bad games. It's going right. to happen. Right. Castellanos is going to hit a slump at some point. Andy may have a few errors here and there. I mean, it's it's going to happen. I mean, Wade Miley's not going to be perfect every yeah. game. I mean, it's just not. Um, but if 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 there's always someone else there to kind of pick up the slacks, so like even mm-hmm. if like the defense is lacking, if the pitching's really good, it's not going to matter that that much. I mean, it'll matter, but you can always come back from it. The bats are still hot, so right. We do need to kind of temper our expectations because after going on that five game winning streak, I mean, it feels good. Yeah, it's well, exciting. I think too, like you said, like we're not going to have great games the whole time. And I think it's good. I mean, we opened with the loss by five runs and we almost lost to the pirates in the first game. Like it kind of put everything into perspective and like, I know everything happened with Cassianos and stuff, but like this team knows what they can do. And I think when they do get down in games like that, like with the pirates game, they only won by two is, is very close through the whole way. I think they know what to do. I think that's the difference this year is they know that they can turn it on and they're going to do it when they can. Now we've yet to see it happen and it be it come too late kind of in the first game against the Cardinals where they were down six, nothing. They still hit six runs, but they were down way too far. Mm-hmm. Um, but at least they try. I mean, every game they're putting in the effort. So it'll be interesting to see. We got a we got a comment. I'm I, I, I'm going to go ahead and show this one because I think it's funny. Okay. Uh, I think it's they hate us because they ain't us. But that, <laughs> <laughs> gotta hate that uh, autocorrect. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Uh, winning feels great. My Magic Eight Ball was as pessimistic as I was about the start of the season, and we all owe apologies for sure. That's from Tiffany. Yeah. Uh, we should our get dude, uh, some fans to submit some apology videos. That oh, would be pretty should. good. Yeah. That would be good. So if if you were harsh about the Reds before the season, send us a video and we'll play it during next week's yeah. episode. Okay, your your apology Travis. video, Travis. What's Travis up, says, hey, dude? <laughs> uh, so Ian asked a question: Do you worry about Sonny Lorenz and Akiyama returning? Who's the odd man out? That's a great question. Mm, um, that is a good question. So I think I think if um, so when Akiyama returns, he's going to return in mid-May, and I, I have a thing on that later. But he's supposed to return in mid-May. Um, I think it really just depends on what's happened because that's in baseball terms, that's pretty far away. Um, so maybe you'd have to think it would be Naquin or Aquino. Um, yeah. if not one of the, I don't know, I think it'd be Naquin or Aquino, depending on who's one of them will most likely slump. My Aquino is out of options, right? So they either have to trade him or designate him for assignment. Um, Gosh, that's tough. I don't know. And, and you know, maybe one of them's hurt. Maybe Sinzel's on the IR. Maybe Naquin's on the IR. I mean, anything can happen between now and May. I, I'm honestly not sure. With Lorenzen, if they're all pitching really well, I mean, yeah. he might just go back to his bullpen spot. Um, Sonny is the only one I would say will, well, he will bump somebody from the rotation. Right. Um, it'll probably be, um, gosh, either Hoffman, Miley, or DeLeon. Probably DeLeon. Just because, yeah, we haven't seen, but he did great. We'll talk about that later. But um, Akiyama, I think, is the main one because not only Aquino and uh, Naquin, 
um, Winker. I mean, Winker could come back and he could turn it on like he does batting wise. So to, the outfield is tough because Senzel stays healthy, he's there. Tyler Naquin keeps doing what he's doing, he stays there. Aquino has not been starting. So I could see Aquino getting the bump maybe because um, you also have Winker. So I think between Aquino, Winker, and Akiyama, it'll be interesting to see what happens when he does come back. Like you said, mid-May, we, we'll probably have a better idea um, come that time what will what it will look like. But he would be my guy. Lorenzen, I'm cool with him being a bullpen guy um, with how the bullpen's been doing. And he's a team player. Like He'll do whatever he needs to do um, to help him win. Um, but yeah, I think Sonny, I think you're right. Um, he'll knock somebody out. Maybe De Leon, that'd probably be who I guess too, just because we haven't seen a ton from him. And he is young, um, but he did do great. We'll, we'll he throws a lot of strikeouts too. He'd be a good bullpen guy to have to come in yeah. and not close the game, but like let's say Castillo has another train wreck start and uh, he just can come in in the fourth, third, yeah. you know, maybe carry him, you know, four or five innings. He got his first hit. Yeah. Um, oh, that's it. Blandino gets the bump, in my opinion, possibly. Yeah, that is um, true. Yeah, I forgot about Blandino. He has been thing is, some... Yeah, yeah, he has been getting some playing time when it when in these late inning games when they're up by 50. Um, <laughs> but he's not really producing like he did in mm-hmm. spring training. No, um, the bat's not there at all. I, I'm not sure if he has options or not. We'll have to check on that. Um, yeah. did you want to talk about the pitching? Yes, so. Uh, the question got brought up. The pitching has been incredible. Um, the team ERA is a 3.83. That's awesome for the entire team. Like they are just being lights out when they need to be. We owe Jeff Hoffman, Jose De Leon, and especially Wade Miley an apology. Uh, those all three of those guys could have been at the forefront. Uh, we didn't give so much crap to Hoffman and De Leon just because we didn't have a ton to look at from them. Um, we did crap on Wade Miley uh, pretty hard, I think, in the spring training episode we did. Sorry. Um, yeah, he's we a big are fan very, of the show, too. I know he's watching. Yes, Wade Miley, Wade, uh, so you see this later tonight or listen to it later tomorrow, we are very sorry. <laughs> um, but they've crushed it. They have turned it around. Tyler Malley took game two against the Cards. He went five innings. Uh, he had two earned runs, two walks, and nine strikeouts. Jeff Hoffman. He uh, finished the Cardinal series. He also pitched five innings, had one earned run, zero walks, and six strikeouts. Super solid performance. Um, De Leon, like we said, he got his uh, first start since 2016. He opened up against the Pirates. He had five innings pitched, two earned runs, two walks, and nine strikeouts in his first start in five years. Um, Wade Miley, six inning pitched. Zero earned runs, one walk, and six strikeouts. Super solid game. And then Castillo came back, and he turned it around. He went for the sweep against the Pirates. Not against the Pirates, but he turned it back on. We wanted to see him do it. Seven innings pitch, zero earned runs, one walk, and five strikeouts. That's a very good game after what he did at the beginning of the season. Yeah, you know, it, it was a good game. It was a good, it was a good turnaround game. But his strikeouts were a tad low. He does typically they strike out more than that. So, yeah, um, I'm not worried about him because that's still a stellar performance. I mean, he could have yeah. struck out nobody. You give up zero runs and only one walk. Ooh. That's still a pretty good day. Or he could have um, struck out nobody and gave up eight runs, like, like he did. Yeah. Like, like he did a week ago. Yeah. Uh, tell us about the bullpen, though. Yeah, the bullpen also, like we said, the entire team ERA is uh, 3.83. Doolittle, um, he has pitched uh, 2.2 innings. He's had one hit, zero earned runs, one walk, and five strikeouts. Fulmer, he has pitched 4.1 um, innings. He's had two hits, zero earned runs, two walks, three strikeouts. Romano, uh, he's actually played quite a bit. He has the uh, most innings pitched of all the Reds pitchers. Well, yeah. I think Amir Garrett, or not Amir Garrett, Castillo just took that from him, but he did. The last game, yeah. Yeah. Um, Romano has been coming in 6.2 innings pitched four hits, three earned runs, one walk, two strikeouts, not super great. I mean, but I mean, for how much he's pitching from the bullpen, that's really good. You don't care to see that. Do I think? Yeah. I can't. He he came in, in the games that weren't necessarily, um, a for sure thing when he started coming, he turned, he did good against them. So. He gave us the opportunity to come back, basically. Uh, Sims, he's pitched for two innings, zero hits, zero earned runs, zero walks, three strikeouts. And then uh, Garrett, he has come in for two innings. He's had five hits, an earned run, 
Um, two walks. More than an earned run. Oh, sorry. Our numbers no, I are I think off. it's just a typo in our notes. Uh, we actually drew kind of drew wrote a uh, comment about his previous uh, outing uh, where he had one <laughs> inning, three hits, four runs. He gave up a grand slam, gave out, gave up the, the uh, shutout, which was yeah painful to watch. It's okay, though. It was against the Pirates. If he can get it out of his system against those teams, I'm fine with it. Yeah. It's going to make um, me anxious, though, when it, it is a true save situation. Like, I could definitely right. see games in Arizona and San Francisco this, this upcoming uh, road trip. I could see those being a lot closer. And um, they're probably yeah. going to need a closer at some point. And uh, I don't, I love Amir Garrett. Don't get me wrong. He might be my favorite player on this team, but um, he, uh, I, I'm worried. He's super lively. Like we said, uh, bat flipping, showboating, son of a guns. Like he's got the mentality and he's got the team on his back in terms of getting them fired up. Um, He claimed, like we said in the spring training episode, to be the closer. David Bell never really confirmed that or not. I think we see why now. Um, Well, he just spring training performance was amazing. Right. Right. Um, But I think Bell was kind of right to not necessarily come out and say it. I mean, he would have looked like a fool if he would have agreed with them. So will he keep it? Probably for right now. Again, uh, it was against the Pirates, so I think they'll give him a little leeway there. Um, He gave up a run, but he got out of it. Um, He gave up the shutout. He had the grand slam um, pitching in the eighth. But he's looked good, and he's fired up. So hopefully he'll turn it around. Suarez has looked better defensively, talking about um, in terms of defense. He's kind of turned it on, um, not had, he's had a, he's, I think he maybe had one error one since. Error. Yeah. yeah. Um, other than that, he has done very well. He's been making running throws and running catches uh, coming off the grounders and stuff like that. So he's looked better. Um, India, he's India. He's the captain. He's in D500. Check he's out that catch by Suarez. That's incredible. I love that. Look happy yes. he is, too. If, yeah, you're, if he, you're watching the show, you can see it. He's like He wants it to mood. work. I mean, he he is so pumped to be there. So I And I think that'll turn into him getting more hits, too. That'll, But as long as he's playing good defense, man, I'm all about it. Um, again, India's dominating. He is a great idea uh to put it second base. I don't think we could that, say anything other than that. That throw to home right there that he 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 used the cutoff for uh, Castillo's throw was incredible. They've been doing that a lot too. Um when he gets the ball as the cutoff, he holds people to bases. Like mm-hmm. they hesitate to run against him, not yeah. even knowing who he is. Like he just plays so well. Um so with that, let's go around the division. Um the Reds are in first. They are. They are. And my bold prediction was that they'd be second. So right now I'm looking sitting pretty on my uh, bold prediction for the NL Central. We're only six games in. But they're first. Uh, the Cubs, they have. Uh, they are sitting at four and two right now. They beat the Pirates. Four and three. Or excuse me, four and three. They beat the Pirates today. Um, they lost two to the Brewers. Those were their two losses. Um, the Brewers... I have taken the two from the Cubs, and they are three and four. The Cardinals, after getting beat by the Reds in spectacular fashion, um, went on and swept the Marlins, so they are also uh, four and two. And then we have the Pirates, who played. Sorry, I'm updating the notes as you talk. (laughs) You're good. So five and two. Uh, Then the Pirates. They are are one and six, which... uh, that came from the Cubs in the first series, and then we brought in the brooms and swept them out of town. So, All right, so we have some fun banter going on in the comments right now. So we asked you a few moments ago uh, if if you if you're if you're uh, ragging on a player like we do, we do that, we all do that, right? Drew in the comments, uh, he says, "Does anyone find it awful when you worry with an 11-0 lead and Garrett comes in?" <laughs> okay, I'm done hating on him, turning over my <laughs> turning over my leaf, and you know, I, Drew, I hope you don't have to make an apology video. Tiffany does hope you had to make yeah. one. Uh, yeah. but actually, I guess I hope you had to make one too. I hope he turns it around. Yeah. I know um, him and I will make him do it. If, uh, if that happens, okay. I will be oh. sure to uh, get that on here. Okay, good, good, good. Uh, let's, Oh, he just commented again. Um, I hope I have to, if Garrett turns it on, I have to eat my words. Loving the comments, loving yes. the interaction. Keep it up. Uh, it's been fun tonight. Um, so you said the pirates, did you say the record? They are one and six. Came Trash. from the Cubs. They got the one from the Cubs, which was a little scary. And uh, then they came in and we swept them out of town. 
So, Justin, update us like we had some conversation earlier on some of our injuries. Yeah, so some good news for Sonny Gray. He pitched, uh, he threw 60 pitches in four and two-thirds innings uh, at the alternative training site. I think it's in Louisville this year. You can go get tickets. Uh, and oh, yeah, he play. did. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, he did allow two runs, but he struck out six. Um, he's very close to returning probably in a week or two, I would say. Um, who will get bumped from the rotation? We, we kind of talked about this a little bit ago. Um, I think I think De Leon will be the first one out of the rotation. Not because he's bad, because he's not. He's, he's right. playing very well. Nine um, strikeouts. That's what's game. so hard. Like He threw nine strikeouts. Like yeah. that's, that's a high number for me to be like, he'd be the one out. Yeah, um, I think he could be a really solid bullpen piece. Um, yeah, that's just—I mean, I'm not a manager of the Reds, but um, that's just be. kind of what you I'm sh- thinking. You should be. I should be. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> uh, David Bell, watch out, coming for you. Uh, Shogo Akiyama just came up a moment ago too, but he will not return yeah. until May, uh, and that is a good thing. I uh, hope he does get better uh, soon. But the longer we have to assess the talent that's on the team, right. the better. Because right now Naquin's on fire. Historically, Naquin does not catch on fire like he has so no, he hasn't um, had a season like he's having like yeah. at all i not i i followed him when he was in cleveland and they went to the world series and all that stuff like he was a good guy clubhouse guy everything like he was solid like he he helped the team where he needed to help him but like he has not had this kind of a season yeah yeah but it's good to assess him because you know will he yeah. will he kind of stink it up uh yeah. in the coming weeks um you know who knows and maybe maybe I can't see this happening because I think he, his contract is, it's not a huge contract, but maybe it's Shogo. <laughs> you know, maybe, maybe he's not, but <laughs> Shogo's on base ability. And I believe he has got some decent speed too. Yeah. Um, pretty valuable when he's healthy. So uh, we'll just have to wait and see what happens there. That's honestly, no one, no one knows. Um, I bet David Bell is having night sweats thinking about what he's going to have to All do at midnight. Stuff, yeah. Uh, Michael Lorenzen, nothing to report. Nope. Last thing we heard is he had a setback. Nothing new this week. Uh, I don't know what that means. I hope he's okay. <laughs> um, Jesse Winker, he left game two against the Cardinals uh, with a stomach bug, a non-COVID-related illness. Of course, when someone leaves the game sick, do you think? And they said illness. Like, they didn't have any information did. when they announced that. They're like, he is not in today due to illness. And I was like, oh, Yeah, crap. I mean, you think, oh, God, like, is yeah. this going to be a two-week break from the Reds? Right. You know? Uh, but no, uh, he just a stomach bug, although he was out for an unusually large amount of time. So maybe it really wiped him out. I don't know. Uh, but he will probably make his debut or return on Friday tomorrow uh, against the D-backs. Um, fun fact, my first Reds game was against the Diamondbacks um, mm, in 1999. But uh, wow. Yeah. Ooh. Good times. Man, hang on. Let me do that math real quick. Wait, what? That's good. <laughs> um, so we're going to do another segment this week. Uh, next week, it'll be a little more flashier with videos, I think, if, if we get yeah. time. But uh, we're going to do a, a play of the week, a hitter of the week, a pitcher of the week, and our biggest surprise. And as you can imagine, that's very difficult to do with the, red, with the team, the Reds, oh playing gosh. this well. So I will go first. My play of the week is Castellanos safe at home. Yes. And then that that number right there. Uh, let's f and go, as he says. Um, <laughs> Portland, what's your play of the week? Uh, my play, I kind of cheated. I did an offensive and a defensive uh, because the the Castellanos still in home. It lit the fire, so I I can't not get away from that. I didn't want to pick the same one as you, but I'm going to because I'm oh, a fan. A turning point, and it's amazing. And I also ordered a shirt, and I can't wait till it gets here. Um, I have a defensive player, or excuse me, play of the week. And that was India with his crossbody throw. Um, he's he caught the ball on the ground, turned and launched it to Votto. Got the guy out at the last second. It was a sweet defensive play. Yeah. Um, so I had I had to do that. He's lighting it up, and I couldn't leave him out. So, uh, Justin, your hitter of the week. Um, so I, honestly, it's not going to be Suarez or Votto, <laughs> but you could really put any of the others in there. Yeah. Um, you know, someone we didn't really mention that much, uh, it's not my hitter of the week, but is uh, Tyler Stevenson. He, he's played very, very well. Yes. Um, I hope he gets more uh, playing time. Um, let's see. My hitter of the week. Uh, it, honestly, I, this is probably cheating because it's hitter of the week and not hitters of the week. But I, I put Castellanos, India, and Naquin. If I'm being real, it's going to be Castellanos. I mean, he's just ridiculous right now um, that he'd be my hitter of the week. Okay. Um, I agree. Uh, I have him up there. 
But to go with the guys, I love the underdogs. I love the guys that don't get a lot of uh, looks. Um, India and Naquin, they're tied for me for hitter of the week. Um, India's batting like 476, and Naquin had the bombs, and he's hitting like three, where's he at? 316 and 13 RBIs. Um, so those two are my hitters of the week. Cassianos is also up there because he, after everything, he is still turning it on. Um, but with the other two being new to the league, or league slash organization with India being new to the league and um, Naquin being new to the organization, it's more of what I'm looking at in that aspect. So what about your uh, pitcher of the week? Uh, my pitcher of the week, I think, would be Jose De Leon. Um, it's just a feel-good story. He came back, uh, hasn't yeah. pitched a game, I think we said, since 2016. Mm-hmm. Was a highly touted prospect in the Dodgers organization. Just kind of never lived up to that hype. Um, and then they kind of just gave up on him. And, yep. you know, our people in the Reds organization, uh, Derek Johnson and uh, Kyle Bodie, I think is his name, mm-hmm. they have an eye for finding these pitchers who are able to um, – they will kind of untap their potential. And and I think it was Kyle Bodie. I think that's his name. I got to look it up. Kyle Bodie, I think is his name. But um, I think it's him that said that DeLeon will be like the breakout player, the next yeah. breakout pitcher. So that's exciting to think about. So I'm going to go with uh, DeLeon, who who did punch out nine and five. Um, I know Mally did that as well. But Mally, we know what he can do that. We didn't really know what, what DeLeon could do. So right. um, that, that, he, also that, had, that's, he also had a hit. They also had a hit. Yeah. Um, mine, you mentioned him, Wade Miley. Uh, against the Pirates on the sixth of this month, he went six innings pitch, two hits, one walk, and six Ks. He also had a hit. Um, I picked him, like we said, we gave him a bunch of crap. And <laughs> right after we gave him a bunch of crap, he turned it around. I think it was the spring train, the last spring training game. I think he. Uh, had he did after game. we gave him crap and then we yeah. still gave him more crap. I don't know yeah, why we did we're that. Like, yeah, we were being <laughs> dumb and he showed us. So Wade Miley, uh, when you watch this later tonight, we are sorry. And you are my pitcher of the week, sir. Yeah. Wade, Wade you should join us next week as a special guest. Yeah, we would. Uh, we'll give you tons of screen show. time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, real quick. Uh, Tiffany did ask, say that she wanted to tee with better off reds branding. Uh, we don't have any with any branding right now, but I did post the uh, Castellanos over the child uh, shirt and you can purchase one if you like. Uh, I purchased one. Uh, I think Cortland purchased one. Uh, betteroffreds.threadless.com Yes. Uh, that's how you can get one of those. We, we may throw some merchandise out there. Maybe a nice coffee mug with our logo or yeah. uh, maybe a, a throw pillow to lay your head yes. on at night while you watch the Reds. Late night Reds games. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's creepy. Um, <laughs> uh, biggest surprise. Um, biggest surprise for me would be the, well, I said uh, there are so many from the five and one start and the emergence of Jonathan India, the strong hitting and pitching. Um, since I did say uh, that they would go ninety plus wins in my bold predictions, um, I'm going to say I'm not going to say the five and one start because technically I should have foresaw that uh, yeah. <laughs> since I said they're going to win ninety plus. I'm going to go with the rotation. Um, you know, this is a team that pitched very well last year, but then we lost Trevor Bauer. We've had injuries. I mean, we lost Sonny Gray, Lorenzen's hurt. I mean, we're down th- technically three people because, and we lost uh, Anthony DiSclefani. Mm-hmm. We probably lost somebody else. I can't think. But um, I mean, we, we kind of patched it together before opening yeah. day with Jeff Hoffman, Wade Miley, and Jose De Leon. And they all three, including Tyler Malley and then Castillo the second time around, they just all three, <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to say they overperformed, but like they, they exceeded my expectations and they yeah. truly surprised me. Um, I mean, there's so many things I could have said for biggest surprise. The entire team has been a surprise, but um, we we know that Castellanos can hit. We know that Mustakas can hit. So I mean, it's hard to say that I expect him to hit this well. No, but I'm I'm going with the rotation. Okay, there's a lot I, of words to that same thing three times, but <laughs> well, no, well, and it's a it's a topic that we didn't really know if we'd be having a discussion about. I mean, they they did come in and they turned it on, man, and they still are continuing to turn it on. So I agree with you. Um, mine has to be Tyler Naquin coming out of nowhere. I would say Jonathan India, but I am his number one fan and I knew he was going to play the way that he's played. I never had a doubt. And I know James, he hasn't been on tonight, but me, he and, hasn't. Him, me and him are, uh, voters for rookie of the year. Um, we were before the season even started. So I would say India, but I was already on the hype train for him. 
But Naquin, where I followed him from Cleveland and stuff and watched him when he was with the team up there, um, showing up the way he showed up, like he is my biggest surprise. I never would have thought. I thought he'd be a good filler. He'd come in, maybe knock in some runs, nothing like 13 RBIs, four home runs, and 316 batting average. That is insane. Um, also, after uh, they played the cards in the first game, I didn't know. I was optimistic. We started that episode asking how we felt, and I said optimistic. And you said, that is a weird feeling to have, but we both felt the same way. Um, after losing 11-6, to six, they turned it on, and they have not looked back. So those yeah. are my biggest surprises. Um, Adam left us a comment that says, maybe this isn't uh, the typical answer, but the biggest surprise has been their attitude. It's contagious, and yeah. the guys are having fun. And you know what, Adam? You're absolutely right. You can just tell that they are – I mean, I bet they were embarrassed uh, after losing as bad as they did. And the fact that they've come out and it's all just clicking. Yeah, you can just tell mm-hmm. that they are having fun. And it's refreshing. It really is. I'm, I'm just so pumped for this team. Even if they, they lose a couple this, uh, over this next road trip, I mean, mm-hmm. it's just a different team than last yeah. year. They're, they're locked and loaded, and they're, they don't care what everybody thinks. Like we said earlier, like they're ranked 19th. and. They're not even paying attention to that. They're showing up, swinging the bats and throwing the balls, and they're doing it in spectacular fashion. And yeah. they're 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 letting everybody like else pump them up. Like Garrett, like yeah, he's been okay, but he's still on the hype train, man. Like he's still pumping guys up, even though he's not performing his greatest. They're all in the right mindset. They're all ready to go and and make this thing a reality. So, uh, what are we looking at? In the, in the upcoming week? Uh, so they're going to kick off a six-game road trip. They're going to play the D-backs. Um, uh, let's see. They're going to play the D-backs and then the Giants. So, gosh, those night games are going to be brutal. I, yeah. swear. I mean, like for us, not for them. Right. Maybe so, for them. Yeah. But, I mean, with the team playing this hot, I'm not going to want to go to bed. I'm right. going to want to step to one and watch them play. Um, so I have a prediction. I, I wrote my predictions on the notes. I don't know if you have your own predictions or if you want to share mine, but I think that they're going to win all three in Arizona. Uh, Arizona's hitting has been bad and their pitching has been bad and the Reds have been the opposite. They've been great. So I think that the Reds are going to come out and win three, but I do think they're going to only win two out of three in San Francisco. I think Um, they're going to lose one of those three. Maybe if they match up against Di Sclafani, he might, (laughs) he might have a revenge game. Right. Um, uh, But neither of those teams, the giants or the D backs are hitting the ball particularly well. um, And they're both just kind of meh teams. Um, right. I know that Zach Gallen, the ace of the Diamondbacks, has been hurt with a hairline fracture. Um, I know that because he was on my fantasy team and I kept him. Uh, but uh, I do know that he has thrown a simulated game. So he might come back. If he comes back Ooh. when the Reds play them, um, he could cause some damage. He's a, he's a really good pitcher. Um, but if he's out, then, you know, who knows? Right. Um, I am on the same uh, mindset as you. I in thinking that they will come back to the homestand against the Indians at nine and two. I think they're going to go two and three against the diamondbacks though. I'm backwards on you. I think they're going to go two and three against the diamondbacks and they will go uh, three and three versus the giants. So same mindset just flipped a little bit. Um, And that's where I'm at for the upcoming week. I'm excited. Like I'm. So we're both predicting a a good road trip. Even if they lose a game, we think that they're going to walk out of here. Um, I can't do math. What ten and two? When it's all said and done. Mm, Neither of us are math majors, so (laughs) so we're not going to do that. Kind of a math teacher, so ignore my. (laughs) Are you really? on camera uh edition so oh boy the lights are really bright right now so i know it's making your brain all fuzzy (laughs) (laughs) uh courtland did you have something you wanted to share with the uh the viewers and listeners well i I do um i think this is something too that we can get into more of a habit of as we grow this thing like we said we're so thankful for the community that we've built over the last couple weeks and it continues to grow every day we check the numbers every day we see the comments every day and we absolutely love it um, my dad, Rick Bowman, and my uh, my stepmom, Cheryl Bowman, are running a half marathon slash 5K in each state. That is their goal. Um, for the next one coming up, we posted this on our Facebook page. They are doing a fundraiser bib. So what happens is they take donations for this bib. The goal was set at uh, $1,250, but anything they get over that goes back to the community where the race will be held. It's in Grand Teton National Park. 
Um, it will help the community and the areas surrounding Grand Teton. So it's in around Jackson Hole, Wyoming. Um, this is something cool. Uh, I, this is the first one we're doing. And I know it's my dad. They'd just be very appreciative if you decided to go on and uh, give a donation of any kind towards the cause. All the money goes to the Wonder Project. That's the organization that around uh, the community that will be spreading the wealth that they receive from this. So if you feel like it, if you feel up to it, they would greatly appreciate you uh, going out there and just making a donation of any kind. And I would like to see us do more stuff like this as this continues to grow. Um, I want to use this community as something that we can give back. And this is our first opportunity to do that. So any donations you guys make to that organization on our Facebook page goes back to the communities in um, Jackson Hole, Wyoming and helps everybody out. So yeah, just wanted to throw that out there. Yeah, it's a good cause. Um, that's the end of our show for tonight. I do want to thank all of you in the comment. This has been yeah. probably our best episode. Uh, the viewer count is, is high. The comments yes. have been great. It's been so much fun interacting with all of you. Um, I, I, I wanted to give a shout out real quick to another Reds podcast. They'd actually asked a question. It's, it's the Reds, Reds daily podcast. They'd asked when Shogo uh, return, will that hurt our offense? But that Shogo question came up before, so I didn't get a chance to shout them out, but check them out. Uh, Reds yeah. daily podcast. Um, check us out on Twitter, better Reds pod. I know that sounds kind of arrogant when you read it like that, but better <laughs> off Reds was taken. Um, maybe I'll change it later, but, uh, Facebook, we're better off Reds. If you're on Facebook, now you know that find us on YouTube. Uh, follow us. Uh, if you would share us with your friends, that would be helpful too. And, and maybe yeah. leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and subscribe. The uh, Apple Podcast metrics are based on reviews. So that'd be very helpful if you did that. Um, and then, you know, just like I said, share us with your friends. Join us again next week. I mean, this yeah. has been so much fun getting these it comments. And um, it's just, yeah, it's been so much fun. It's, we can get up here and we can talk about the Reds all day, but it's so much more fun when we're talking about the Reds with you um so so join us i got a couple more comments here thank you guys love it uh from drew and then uh kirby says enjoyed it guys well done thank you kirby. Uh, thank you thank yeah you, we, we appreciate that um but yeah so that's our show for tonight we'll see you next week hopefully we'll be celebrating and hopefully no more apology videos except for that amir <laughs> garrett apology video yep we're waiting for it drew i'll be uh sure i hope i hope you liked that <laughs> All right. Well, uh, that that's us. We're done for the night. So you all have a good night. And yeah, thank you. Bye. See you guys.